Hello, welcome back to the Diamonds and Rough podcast. I'm joined by Bobby. We're doing our weekly spread pickums. Um, I guess as a group, we improved from last week, but it's tough to not improve when one of the people goes 0-3, as I did. But we got Philly, right, which was Bobby's ultimate lock. So I think it's some praise because that's the one he's saying he would bet a lot of money on, and it did hit. So uh, Bobby's looking at 2-4 and four as Pittsburgh and KC did not win. And I'm looking at 1-5, and five, unfortunately, as Tampa Bay and KC did not win. I did text Bobby when 93% of the bets were on KC and the line was moving in favor of KC. I was like, Vegas knows. They're just, it's not looking good. At that moment, I knew it wasn't going to work, and and that's what happened. And then Tampa Bay, honestly, I think I was just being an idiot. I probably should have thought about it. No Evans, Godwin, or, or uh, Julio asking a lot from Brady. And do you, do you want to do you want to defend your Pittsburgh thing or no? Just... I expected them. I I honestly thought their defense was going to be better. I think the Browns' offense with Brissett's not everything it should be uh, once they get Watson. And I was expecting the defense to hold them down a bit more, even without TJ Watt. So that kind of let me down. Yeah, well, they miss him for sure. Definitely. And then yeah, our games of the week we predicted. You had Bucks Packers, which was boring as hell. <laughs> and Dude, I, it was a game of the week for a different reason. No one expected it to be that bad. That's a reason that it was a spectacle. But yeah, no, that I was, mean it was close, right? And they they almost made the comeback at the end, forced to yeah. OT. I said Bills Miami. I was at the Pats game, so I can't put anything into that. It just seemed like a mess. It was good until like halfway through the fourth quarter. So what was the best game? Because a lot of them stunk. Yeah, yeah. Um, Texans Bears was unironically kind of exciting. All right, we'll uh, take that. We joked. We joked about betting. We joked about tie, and it took a zero-second field goal for it not to be a tie and go to overtime. So, I think we joked, or I joked about game of the week, and you told me no. <laughs> After my Lions Commanders, you're like, I refuse. Yeah, honestly, games all kind of sucked this week. They did, especially yeah. the primetime ones. Yeah, it's definitely the primetime ones. Especially the primetime ones. Somebody, somebody tweet that Cowboys-Giants was the worst game they'd seen since Niners-Broncos the night before, and Niners-Broncos was the worst game they'd seen since 1963. <laughs> so. I, watched, I watched Niners-Broncos. I refused to watch Cowboys-Giants. Yeah, I, know. I, I don't watch if I have a player that I need to score a certain amount of points for fantasy in the Monday night game. I don't watch it because I'll be too worked up. I needed Saquon to get me 11 points. He came through. So that's all I cared about for that game. I know in theory, since I put so much work into this and I, you know, preach that I know my stuff and I talk about these teams that I should have watched it, but I don't care. I, I watch enough. I research enough the next day, but yeah, I don't. It's two teams I hate. Couldn't care less. C.D. Lamb dropped an easy touchdown. That was a highlight that I saw. He also made a sick touchdown catch. So, I mean, you win some, you lose some for him, I guess. I lo- I had another heartbreaker in fantasy because Saquon Barkley and Graham Gano got 
like 0.5 enough to beat me. So that was just fantastic. Um, we'll get into the spreads. <laughs> yeah. From my initial look, it is tough. It is not an easy week for these. So we'll see what we can do. But Thursday night game, potential game of the week, honestly. Cincinnati at home, favored by three and a half versus Miami. I'm taking Miami um, just because I feel like Cincinnati did bounce back and they will do well. But Thursday nights are always weird. And I'm looking at it as Miami is 3 0 against the spread. I'm not even talking record, 3 0 against yeah. the spread. <laughs> Uh, and they they have all the confidence in the world. Um, I know they're on the road, but they are getting points. That's where I'm going with it. Another, uh, I'm on the same side as you. I think I think the Dolphins probably win outright, but also cover if they lose. I could see it being a close game. But another tidbit: I think Thursday night games. It's not going to be as exciting as I think we're hoping. Mm-hmm. Thursday night games never are. I think I saw a stat. I think it said 90% of the time Thursday night games go under. In terms of total points, so it's usually so bet the under. Yeah, exactly. It's usually just it's a low scoring affair. Teams are coming off a short week. They just it's never they're never cracked up, and that's kind of why I think it's I'm okay with them having like Titans Jaguars every year and have the boring games on Thursday because at least if there's one exciting play, it's an exciting play, but it's still going to be a low scoring affair. Well, we're going to talk about the Jaguars a bit. I feel like when they come up because mm-hmm. impressive, but next game. Saints at home plus two and a half versus Minnesota. I haven't decided my locks and stuff. I'm tempted to go Minnesota lock here simply because I can't bet on the Saints when Jameis just shouldn't even be walking, let alone playing football. Yeah. It's I'm definitely on Vikings as well. I don't think it's a lock, but I'm seeing some others that are better. But yeah, no, that's definitely he's he's he looks uncomfortable. It look it's bad. I feel bad for him. I don't think he should be playing, but he's a competitor and he wants to be out there. Yeah, I I think coaches need to step in on some mm-hmm. of these. There's two injuries, this one and Herbert, where the coach just needs to step in and go, You're not playing. Yeah, I mean he they were so I'm heavily invested into Herbert, like him as a player. I like the Chargers and I have Herbert on way too many fantasy teams. But so I was following that pretty closely, and they gave him the choice. The doctor came forward and said, you probably shouldn't be playing. I think it's you should take a week off. It's a long season. It's only week three. You should maybe just sit this one out. And he said, all right, I hear you. I'm going to play. So, yeah. And he looked bad. He looked really bad. Other than that one throw, that was ridiculous. Yeah, he seems to have one of those in him for a game. But the he also out better now. So we'll see. He rolled out and threw it like 50 yards across his body to the center of the field. It was absurd. Yeah. All right, next game, Baltimore at home, plus three and a half versus Buffalo. I am simply defending my MVP pick here because this is an early game for who's going to be the MVP between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. I said Lamar's going to be MVP. I'm simply defending that, so I'm going Ravens, even though I'm not too confident with it. All right, I think I think Allen. Uh, so it's a battle of who we both are probably thinking MVP wise. Uh, I think Allen's going to win. Definitely stay away. Yeah, definitely don't bet it. I think mean, <laughs> I think this. I mean, I know it's we're not covering games of the week yet, but I think this could be probably the game of the week. It's going to be mine. Yeah, so. I, I think I think you're just trying to be unique if you don't pick it, and you're just being dumb at that point. Like 
even if it doesn't turn out to be game of the week, like you have to expect it to be. Yeah. Two super high scoring offenses going against each other, right? But next game, Atlanta at home, plus one and a half versus Cleveland. I don't think Cleveland's good. I'm not convinced that they are good. And Atlanta's just frisky, man. They are. And I don't know why, but I'm feeling Atlanta on this one, even though I feel like the spread favors Cleveland in terms of Cleveland has been able to get the job done, except for one game where they really choked, but able to get the wins and the spread isn't big enough when you think Atlanta's one of the worst teams in the NFL. I think this is disrespectful to the Browns. I think they, as as much as I think they're going to get better when Watson returns to the team, I don't think they're necessarily a bad team now. Brissett's probably their weakest point, and the talent around him is good enough where as long as he can just get them the ball, they can make things happen. Chubb's going to run. Hunt's going to catch. Mari Cooper's proving that the Cowboys should not have traded him for a third and fourth round pick. Um, I think I think the disrespectful line, I think the Browns are probably going to win by a good amount. AJ Terrell's going to lock up Amari Cooper. Donovan Peoples-Jones is pretty solid as well. And Joku, no. had a crazy, Joku had a crazy game Thursday night. He did have a crazy game. But I- and Cordero Patterson, every other game is boom or bust. Boom this past weekend, bust this weekend. Same bust this weekend. My thing with um, well, I'm get is Miles Garrett gonna play? Probably not, right? I don't know if you. Know I've heard he's okay. Name. I've heard he's okay. Well, I heard non-life-threatening injuries, which to me goes okay. So they're bad injuries, but he's gonna be okay. I heard like scratches and bruises. Okay, they need to like be a little more clear with like non-life-threatening injuries. Yeah, no, I, I, I heard he legitimately walked out of the accident. Okay, so it's like not – it's an accident, but, like, it's not. Yeah. I mean, did you see the car, though? The car destroyed. Oh, it's no. a miracle he walked I out. mean, he is a car himself, though, so. Yeah. Wait, no, let me let me but, see if I can – I don't know if you'll be able to get this on the broadcast. Maybe you can find the picture yourself, but there's a picture of him just sitting there. All right, he's probably fine then. So, I'm like, – okay. The car is totaled, and he's just chilling. His shirt's – oh, no. Yeah, no, he's chilling. Like, the car – yeah, exactly. Like the shirt's ripped. He has some scratches and bruises on his arm. Look at the car, though. The car was destroyed. Yeah. And he walked out of it. So, I'm hearing he's okay. I'm hearing he's going to suit up. Yeah, no. We'll probably be fine. I don't know why. I'm just feeling to land on this one, honestly. But – all right, Jacksonville is on the road. They're going to Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is favored by minus six and a half. So if you're not going to choose Bills-Ravens as game of the week, I unironically think this is going to be a really good game. I think the Jaguars are proving that they can play football for the first time in four years. And Eagles, I mean, you want to add to the MVP conversation between Hertz, uh, between Allen and Jackson, I think Hertz is – the third man. I think this is a game for him to prove that he really is legit after three weeks. Mm -hmm. So as for my pick, I think the Eagles win, but I'm not necessarily sure they cover. So I'm going to take Jacksonville. I am taking Jacksonville as well, just with the Hurts thing, the Alabama boys. You can also add Tua in there Mm -hmm. Tua, I think Tua and Hurts are proving they are 
legit. Up to you if you want to buy it or not. I've chosen to buy in. I think Hertz and Tua are like that. And this is me admitting I was wrong because I didn't think they were going to be this good. Um, Hertz might be Tua. I'm jury's still out for me. I think yeah. you give. I think you give almost any quarterback in the league the weapons around him. He's going. They're going to produce. But that was the whole. The whole thing with Tua was he had no weapons, no line his whole career. Now you gave him both at the same time. I guess so, that exactly, and that's why. I mean, that, my whole argument. I don't trust any quarterback out of Alabama because they are used to playing with the best O-line, the best wide receivers, and the best running backs in college, playing against 90% people who are not even going to make it to the NFL. And as soon as they get to the NFL, they look like busts because they are around people who are all of similar caliber, and they necessarily aren't on the best team. I agree, but you're going to put more teams in that category, right? Like Ohio State's got to be in there. Yes, to an extent, they play – they don't always have – I'm just saying Alabama because they, I think, year after year after year have the best recruiting class. Their fourth string running back, the year that they become starter as a senior, are first-round, second-round picks. The depth the depth that Alabama goes is unrivaled for Ohio State, and I don't even think you can put Georgia because Stetson Bennett, everyone knows, is not going to be anything in the NFL. Okay, yeah, but you still put Georgia in. Like, Georgia doesn't produce quarterbacks. It's a similar thing of Notre Dame where they don't necessarily care who their quarterback is. They care about the rest of the guys, and then they'll have a guy who can throw in there, and it's fine. No, I get that, but for me, Alabama, their quarterbacks come out of college with hype and then come to the NFL and bust. Georgia and Ohio State don't really have that to the same degree. Ohio State, yes, Georgia definitely not. When's the last quarterback that came out of Georgia that everyone's like, oh, my God, like, he's God. Like, he's going to come out and – I don't even know. I don't think Exactly. Like, I mean – No, I'm with you. Alabama happens almost every year. Yeah, I mean, I'll – Look at, like, A.J. McCarron. Okay, was there hype for AJ McCarron stuff? Yeah, when he when he took over, I think it was when he got uh, when he's on the Bengals when Andy Dalton went down. And he was a star. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, like, this is gonna be like his Brady moment." Hurts also, although he was an Alabama quarterback, he went to Oklahoma. It's a little different because I yeah, think Oklahoma's kind of like I trust them. Oklahoma's quarterback, a quarterback factor. I mean the yeah the coach there, Lincoln Riley, I think has the best quarterback program in the league. Yeah. That's that's enough about college. <laughs> back back to back to oh, just with Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is better when he has a good coach. You know, to everyone, and good players around him. Christian Kirk proving that last year wasn't a fluke. Yeah, Christian Christian Kirk's a solid player. I also would not like he's worth the money, which I did not think he would be. He's not worth $21 million. I don't. I don't think those guys are worth that much. But what I always said was, although it's an overpay, you can't yeah, deny yeah. they're getting a great wide receiver. Mm-hmm. That was my whole thing. I think it's tough for any player to be like, yeah, my $21 million is worth it. I think that's just a tough thing to do. But yeah, Lawrence is showing, like I thought would happen, once you give him a real coach – you know, some weapons, I'm not going to act like he has the best weapons. Like Kirk's good, but let's not act like Zay Jones is a real amazing wide receiver too. Like he's yeah. good. He's solid, but he's looking very good. They trounced the chargers, which asterisks because Herbert that. was hurt. Chargers also have an issue where their Slater's out for the year. 
Slater's out for the year. Uh, Jalen Guyton tore his ACL. Keenan Allen's trying to work his way back from an injury. They they got hit hard this year already with the injuries. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm going Jacksonville because I think they could win this game. They to me are a good football team and they could definitely win the AFC South because it's not a great division and they look the best by far. They look the most complete. Coaching doesn't look like it's not good at all. It looks like it's maybe one of the better coaching staffs in the league. So yeah. Shout out to Jacksonville. Congratulations. It's you know, it's been a it's been a bit for them, you know, to actually have a good team. And it was also probably scary when it's like you take your number one pick and he looks bad and you're like, what the heck? Everyone agreed. He was like a guaranteed hall of famer. Yeah. But he's looking like he's back on track to where we thought he'd be. So next Houston at home versus the chargers, Houston gets four and a half. So Houston plus four and a half at home. I'm sticking with what I've said, man. Houston is not – they refuse to win games. They really don't want to win games. They're doing everything in their power to not win games because they've had the Colts game, which was very winnable for them, very winnable. The Broncos game was winnable for them. They sort of choked it. And then you played the Bears, and, again, it didn't seem like they made too much of an effort to win that game. They were up 20-7. to seven. They made zero effort to win that game. So – I know the Chargers, we just talked about, have their issues. They're starting left tackle, who's a pro bowler, out for the year. Keenan Allen has his injuries. Herbert clearly hurt, and he lost one of his weapons. I'm still going to go to the Chargers simply because I know Houston, like, they just don't want to win in my mind. I'm going to agree. I'm going to go Chargers. Texans don't want to win so much to the point where I think you put you or me out in quarterback, give Herbert the week off, and we still just hand the ball off 50 times and we come out with the win. Like, like we, we, they might be down 20 to nothing. They might be down 20 to nothing. And then, you know, Houston GM calls in, like, we need CJ Stroud, like, stop or something. I don't know. But I mean, did you see the Jimmy G play from Sunday night? The safety. Yeah. That's the type of shit that I expect from Houston. Yeah. The yeah. best part about that play side note is how if it hadn't been a safety, he threw a pick six instead. So <laughs> yeah. I guess he saved them, but brutal. But yeah, you know, Jimmy G. Jimmy G is uh I still think he's the better option for the San Fran team right now than Trey Lance, but he's still working through that shoulder injury that he tried to recover. He has not had any sort of training camp or any timing with the guys. So I get a little annoyed that he's getting destroyed when it's like, I don't think there's many quarterbacks that could have the off season he had and jump in and be super successful. I agree. But clearly he's aging. And in the same way, I I think that's part of the reason that Brady's struggling early on him taking the two weeks in the middle for personal reason him taking every Wednesday off. I don't think it's a surprise that he's not doing great. I also think that he's used to all of his years in New England where Bill Belichick would treat the first four weeks of the season as extended training camp. So he will come online by probably like week six. So I, I, think, I think Jimmy G needs some time. And I think not that he's Tom Brady, but I think he'll be fine. I think that's a very good point that you made there. Um, I, am, I just want to say I am doing a podcast debating my friend because we've had Jimmy G debates since 
freshman year of college. <laughs> so we're going to have another debate and I will get a lot more in depth with that stuff. Um, but uh, I have such an issue with the 49ers offense. I think it's horrendous. Every single play they run, it's like it's first and goal mm-hmm. or like fourth and goal, I should say. Like there aren't routes further than 10 yards. And it's like, are we playing Pop Warner football? What's going on? So, but moving on, try to speed up some of these. Pittsburgh home minus three and a half versus the Jets. God, just an ugly game. Give me the Jets, honestly. They, they've looked good. And honestly, they've looked so good that I think when Zach Wilson comes back, they could be a pretty decent team. Like, I'm not saying, like, even 500, but I think they'll make it – they'll score. They don't have the defense yet. I think uh, Sauce Gardner needs to kind of get a bit more used to NFL, but they're, they're okay. They're, their offense is at least viable. That's the only reason I'm going Jets is because I know they can put up points. Exactly. I Even don't. if like last week it was twelve, like <laughs> they were they were moving the ball, and I don't know. Whenever it's these kinds of games, man, where it's like I don't even know who's gonna win, I tend to go points, mm-hmm. especially early in the season when we don't really have a read on the games and stuff. Tend to go points just because. I don't have a good grasp of the season as what, you know, you can see from my picks (laughs) haven't been doing well, but next game, our Detroit lions (laughs) at home minus five and a half versus Seattle. You know where I'm going, man. It's Detroit. Oh, you gotta go with the Lions. It's Detroit all day. They've looked, they've surprised so many people, including myself. I was not a believer before. And, I don't even know what I mean when I say believer. Like, I don't know what that means, but I'm a believer. So just accept it. I Detroit's mean, the offense. They're going, they, they were the second worst team in the league last year. They aren't that this year. Yeah. They're still bottom half, but they're better. Their and, offense is legit. Yeah, I mean, Amon Ra had that scary injury with his ankle and knee. He's supposedly okay, worth looking into, but you got to think that this team isn't going to win more than probably like four or five games still. That quarterback class is loaded. Give someone better than Jared Goff and they should be pretty good. Swift is also injured. Yep. Something to know. They have, they have a good run, backup running back though. Jamal Williams. Yeah. One of the better, I'd say top half backup running backs in the league. Jamal Williams is a starter. And he's um, your RB yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and Seattle's just bad, man. Yes, they are. They're 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 just bad. So Geno Smith's trying, but everyone knows that they're just playing for next year's quarterbacks as well. Yeah. Indianapolis minus three and a half at home versus Tennessee. This I really is don't know. Game. I don't Titans, I guess. I don't know because like First off, it definitely doesn't help that I don't have a good grasp of how last week's games went because I was at the Patriots game. The Colts, everyone said Matt Ryan is so much better than Carson Wentz. They look lost. They look like they don't know how to use Jonathan Taylor. I don't care that they won. The Chiefs shot themselves in the foot more than the Colts won that game. 
Jonathan Taylor is being underutilized. How do you underutilize a guy who rushed for, I think it was 1,400 yards and like 20 total touchdowns? How do you do that? So that's frustrating, not only from a football standpoint, but also obviously from a fantasy standpoint. But the Titans are looking okay. Traylon Burks is looking better, more like the guy they thought he was going to be. Derrick Henry, he's aging. I still don't think your bet's going to hit, but. He had a decent game last game. Yeah, I mean, 85 yards and then touchdown. Well, he also had like active in a the good amount of – yeah, he had a good amount of receiving yards. Yeah, he had five catches for 58 yards, which is unheard of for him. Yeah. So. Um, I have to make a pick here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go points. I'll go Tennessee. I don't know. I really, I really don't know. Like, it, it's a do or die – essentially for both of them in terms of getting in the playoffs because neither of them will have a good enough record for the wild card. They would have to hope they have a better record than Jacksonville. And, you know, it's a division game, so they both need it. I I, I guess the way I look at it, if I was to try to reason it to myself, I'd stay away first off anyone betting. But the, the Titans kind of know their identity more than the Colts do. So... Yeah. That's, I guess, how I'll reason it to myself. Dallas at home, minus three and a half versus Washington. I am going to go Dallas, I think. The Dallas defense is actually solid. Micah Parsons, DPOY candidate, uh, Trayvon Diggs, for all the crap he's been getting in last year and the offseason, much better cover corner. Clear strides have been made. By Trayvon Diggs, I think he is actually a number one corner. You really disagree with that? Yes. He gets burnt too much. He goes for the pick. He he keeps his name in the news and keeps himself relevant by getting interceptions. But he goes for the interception. And when he doesn't, it looks bad. Jamar Chase did like nothing when he was matched up against him. Jamar Chase also does nothing any given week lately. You're so so you don't value that he shut down Jamar Chase. Not really. I, I value I value much more what Jeff Okuda has been doing for the Lions, locking down people three straight weeks. Yes, Jeff, Jeff Okuda is looking better than Trayvon Diggs, but Jamar Chase, seen by many as a top five wide receiver, not this year, not so far at least. So week one was bad by him. Week one was good. The rest, he's had two three weeks. There's been three weeks. Okay, 33%. That's a failing grade. Oh, my God. I I don't know how you can go. Yeah, he did well against this premier wide receiver who might be struggling a bit. Doesn't really mean anything. That's crazy to me. Okay, but what are you going? Dallas or Washington? I'm going Dallas. Give me Cooper Rush. Yeah, three and out, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's better he's better than Dak Prescott at this point Dak Prescott Dak might the- play apparently yeah he's he's coming back soon but I think they should roll with Cooper until he loses honestly but <laughs> Carolina at home minus one and a half versus Arizona Carolina has been playing well Baker's looking – he's doing his best Jimmy G impression. He is a game manager, which I've been saying for his entire career. Stop. 
Stop. He is. He is a game manager. He, when you he's make a game manager, yet you were acting like he was so good when you talked to me about him. No, I was yes. not saying he was so good. Yes. I was saying that he wasn't being treated fairly. There's a difference. He, he's rarely going to lose you games, but he's also not going to win you games. Oh yeah, I've never heard anyone speak so highly of someone being like he's a game manager. <laughs> he is. Look, he's had running backs, elite running backs behind him his entire career. All he needs to do is make like 10, 15 throws a game, completions on like 20 to 30. If he throws 50% and his running backs are good, that's all he needs. Yeah, like I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying the way we've talked about Baker Mayfield when we've debated each other off podcast I never got like the impression from you. You're like, he's a game manager. You were like, Baker's good. And I was assuming good was like a top 10 quarterback, but oh, you're God. like, no, game God, manager. No. He's a good game manager. I stand by that. <sighs> I, I, I just, I just can't buy that. No. <laughs> also, on that same token, give me Arizona. Yeah, I'm going Arizona too. I think it's disrespectful to Carolina. Uh, Baker is still trying to figure out how to use Christian McCaffrey, which I think is something that needs getting used to. He's been for all four years he was in Cleveland. He had Chubb who he handed off to and Hunt that he threw to. Now he has one dude that does both, and I think it's just confusing to him. I mean, McCaffrey got more of a workload. He got twenty-five rushing attempts. Yep, but he's he's not getting targeted, which is concerning. He's the best pass catching back in the league, and he has no targets exactly um with arizona you know it's not double xp weekend in call of duty so kyler should be ready to play um arizona also has this thing where it doesn't matter how much they're down like they'll come back almost <laughs> essentially so in terms of someone who's you know betting spreads that's kind of an intriguing thing mm-hmm one and a half where it's small enough where it doesn't matter as much, but it still is worth noting. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I just Carolina being favored. I know they've been playing well. The teams they've also been playing well, right. They played the Browns week one, not a big Browns guy who they play week two giants. giants. I don't care. They're two and one. They're bad. And then Last Saints, week, though. Saints with Winston, who Saints still have a good defense, though, and they were able to move the ball and they didn't score they, that much, though. Scored 22. I mean, they had a fumble, a scoop, and score. So their they defense, scored 15. Their defense has looked good, though. No, they, I, I agree. They have a really good front right. seven. And I think that's worth noting. I also think this is the best offense they're going to play against by far. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely going to be a test for them. So, so, I mean, I could see it being a close game. We'll see. You know what, I'm gonna make it one of my locks. Not my lock of locks, but Arizona is gonna be one of my locks. Okay. I I just don't. I don't know. Las Vegas at home, favored minus two and a half versus Denver. So we're going with the team that hasn't won a game. They're getting favored. And I'm tempted to make it a lock because it is Las Vegas, the place that makes the betting odds. And it's a little fishy to me that they have them favored when they haven't won a game. 
Yeah, this is my lock of locks. I'm putting Broncos plus two and a half. Like, this is stupid. The, the Raiders look broken. Mac Hollins is their best receiver on a team that has Devontae Adams. Like, what happened to the Fresno State connection? I, I don't know. But the Broncos can't score. The Raiders can't score less. Yep. I guess can't score more, ironically. But – no, the, the Broncos, I think, is all trying to come together. It's a new quarterback with a rookie head coach who's an absolute moron, but he, I think, is going to slowly figure out, or Russ is just going to start not listening to him and calling his own plays, because I think he's smart enough to do that with the talent around him. So, no, I think the Broncos are too good for that. that that's disrespectful. Yeah. Um, so I'm going Vegas. And there is no football mind behind this this is me simply confused by the line and thinking something has to be going on they must know something interesting because because this happens with vegas all the time oh 100 i can totally literally see last week 93 percent of the bets are on kc yet you know when more people bet on a team the spread usually goes up this went the other way yeah. why was it going the other way they were enticing people to vote to bet on kc more and more because they just knew the Colts were going to win. It didn't make sense. Okay. Green Bay at home, minus 10 and a half versus New England. It's got to be Green Bay. 10 and a half's a lot. Dude. Make, make your case, man. Pat's defense hasn't looked bad. Green Bay's offense has. They don't have they don't have a wide receiver I'm scared of. Their running backs are pretty good, but New England seems to be doing well at limiting rush yards. Unless your name's Lamar Jackson, but it's always harder to uh, account for a mobile quarterback. Ten and a half is a lot. I I could see this game being like seventeen seven. That's a cover. I'm definitely not betting on it. Oh, same. Because. You know, Green Bay has not convinced me that they they can score enough for like a 10 and a half spread, right? Exactly. I just simply, I don't even like the max points I can see New England scoring is like two field goals, six. Like I just don't, you know, which is sad that I can, can't can go, I think Green Bay can score 17. In my mind, I cannot convince myself that is going to happen. But it's also at Lambeau. And if you're if you're going New England spread, you have you are going in understanding they're losing. Yes. I, I don't see a world where they win. Green Bay has looked bad. So then you're just hoping points. I know yeah. they look bad, and their wide receivers aren't great, and New England's corners have been great. And New England's defense just has been pretty good, but New England's defense could score more points than the offense. They could. And that could help the cover. I don't and know. I, special teams too. I, don't know. I think it's going to be a boring game. I'm not looking forward to watching it. <laughs> but, we're, but we're going to watch it. Uh, I don't know. I might just throw in red zone. I hate Bobby. It's four o'clock. I'll watch it. I'll watch some of it. I don't watch Patriots oh games. My God. Why don't you watch Patriots games? Because this team pisses me off. Moving on. I'm a Patriots fan. Don't like watching them. Not this year, I guess. <laughs> Belichick not getting receivers pisses me off, and now Mac's ankle got bent into a C. So, can't believe that shit didn't break. Tampa Bay 
<laughs> is home plus two and a half versus Kansas City. Mike Evans will be back. I don't know about Godwin or Julio. Haven't heard anything. Julio is a game time decision, and if he doesn't suffer any setbacks, I'm going to assume he plays. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay on this because I know that defense is legit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Brady now just getting, even if it is only Evans, one more weapon is is huge to me. He can do a lot with one receiver. And he's getting – I do think he's getting better as the weeks go. Like, to me, he was good on Sunday. It was just simply he couldn't do anything because no one was open. You know, that I do get annoyed sometimes when people look at stats and they go, oh, we want this for this. It's like his completion percentage was pretty high. Yeah, he wasn't getting a ton of yards. It's because – Russell Gage was his top receiver. That's not great. Not not great. Even – What's his face? Matt Ryan last year didn't have to deal with Russell Gage as his best receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, or did he? I feel like there was another Kyle guy. Kyle Pitts was his top receiver in Kyle theory. Pitts, in theory. Um, so I, I'm not worried about Brady. Plus, like being at home and getting points. Like the Chiefs were kind of I mean, I do think the Chiefs will come back firing like last time, but it's clearly a little a little worrisome the Chiefs weapons from from last week. It seemed like they needed guys, you know, but mm-hmm. they're not getting guys. That's just their guys. <laughs> so Sky Moore needs to become who everyone was hoping he'd be in the preseason. And I mean he's now in the doghouse after muffing a punt. So mm. but Good point. I have I have the I have the Bucks as well. Like I said, I think Brady gets better as the season goes forward, getting Evans back. He can do a lot with one receiver. He's proved that his whole career. I think it'll be a fun game. I think it should be entertaining. So then the Monday night game, San Francisco minus two and a half at home versus the Rams. Disrespectful. Absolutely 100 percent Gotta be. Is this your is this a lock for you? Yes, I'm sorry. I meant to say the Bucks are a lock as well. Oh, Bucks are a lock as well for you yes and then rams 100 lock as well the rams are a lock for me as well i don't think you can look at that sunday night game and go i still think the 49ers will get they'll they'll improve but i'm also seeing that the rams are improving as they go mm-hmm. um i think they just had a case a bit of like shell shock because buffalo was just so ready They're so ready so ready the world so, so ready week one. And, you know, yeah, they almost choked Atlanta, but they played well last week. Exactly. I'm, I'm betting on them to score the points. I don't think they'll win by a lot necessarily, but I think they'll score. Yeah. So that being plus is enough for me to think that they'll win. And Cooper Cup's not going to go for 40 yards again. That was weird. The whole game against Arizona was weird and boring. But they got it done. They did. So you have Broncos as your lock of locks. And you got Bucks and Rams. Yes. I have Arizona. I have the Rams. I need a lock of locks. <laughs> and I just don't see any, to be honest. I'm going to go what I said originally. I'm going to go Minnesota. All right. Now, I already know this is a terrible decision because Minnesota has been known <laughs> to 
absolutely ruin whenever people put faith into them. They're also playing in London, I believe. That is true. That's definitely true. Yeah. I'm going Minnesota. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. <laughs> Game of the week, we're both going Bills-Ravens. Yes, and if I just want to be different to not have the same one so people can be excited for a different game, Jaguars-Eagles. Okay. I'm going to put you down for Bills-Ravens, but (laughs) just because. But we can shout out uh, Jaguars-Eagles. And I also think, not, not to say this will be a good game necessarily, but Titans Indianapolis has a lot of implications. I know it's mm-hmm. early in the year, but it has a yeah, lot of implications. And then hopefully you get a good Sunday night game in in KC Tampa. Mm-hmm. But can't be worse than this Sunday. So to finalize what we have, and I think we're still on the don't pick any of these. <laughs> I, I think we're still trying to figure out the teams. I have more confidence in these than I have for the last few weeks, which probably doesn't mean anything. This is the lowest confidence I've been, honestly. I think a lot of these, I can definitely see it going either way. That's why I have Minnesota, minus two and a half. Um, Neutral site, I guess we can say, since it's in London. So it's a neutral site. It's an early game. They're going against the the Saints with Jameis Winston not being able to walk, essentially. Then I got Arizona, who's plus one and a half over Carolina. And the Rams were plus two and a half versus San Francisco. Bobby has the Broncos as his lock of locks, plus two and a half at Vegas. He has Bucks plus two and a half home versus Casey. He has Rams plus two and a half. Plus two and a half. Bobby's going with the plus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, any final words? We just got to keep getting better. We we. Can't keep having one win. We we do got to get better. Well, I, that's my first one, you know. So I'm consistent. You're 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 consistent. Hopefully, we get some improvements so yes. we can kind of make these. And you know, people aren't just like, "Why am I even listening to this?" Because these guys just aren't confident in what they're saying. But see how we do. Hopefully, some improvements. Bobby, thanks for joining. See you next week when me. we do this. Uh, and listeners, thank you for listening to us guess, essentially, <laughs> what we think is going to happen. And hopefully, we'll have a better idea, and then you can actually listen to us and make some money, maybe. Who knows? But tune in uh, next week for more spreads. Thanks.